Hey everybody, welcome to a special episode of the Hawkins Hellfire Collective. We're calling this a mini-sode. Yes. Where we're going to talk about uh, a comic that we didn't get to between the seasons that takes place before season two. And we're going to talk a little bit about Stranger Things Day. Yes, because Stranger Things Day just happened on this... this... Sorry, I'm kind of getting over a cold, so I'm like, I don't want to germ up the microphone. Anyway, Stranger Things Day happened on November 6th, which is just this past Sunday. Um, And we got a exciting little piece of information about season five um so we will dive into that in a minute but i'll let you uh get going on your the zombie boys. zombie boys yeah <clears throat> all right so this book another stranger things comic again we're supposed to we are supposed to take this as canon mm-hmm. uh because it doesn't contradict anything in the show and they've basically shown us that if it doesn't contradict the show you're good and honestly it, it works with the show like you yeah. could put you could put what happens in the comics like into a show into the show as like a little side side story yeah you know the the only major issue is that it introduces a new character who doesn't actually show up in the show yeah but he would fit in if he if they did very much so yeah <laughs> like it, i almost kind of wish they introduced him at least to be a side character within the school mm-hmm. to show that they have some kind of relationships with people outside of just their core friend group yeah um but long story short this book focuses mostly around will's trauma and kind of which it seems like a lot of the books focus on will um, but it, it focuses on what Will is going through between seasons with seeing, you know, flashes of the Upside Down and how it's kind of changing his personality. And, um, you know, people can tell he's affected by it, but they don't really know what's going on with him. Uh, and a new character is introduced, Joey Kim, this kid who shows up with a Super 8 camera and wants to make a movie about Zombie Boy. Because he, fi- doesn't he, fi- he finds one of um, Will's drawings, so the whole... the. Will is literally drawing pictures of, like, what people have called him, and one of them is Zombie Boy, so he draws a picture of himself as a zombie, and this kid's like, yeah, I want to make a movie about this. Let's be zombies. (laughs) Absolutely. And, like, he immediately, this kid is immediately likable, because Lucas is, he he makes friends with Lucas first, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about making this zombie movie, and he's like, all right, but, like, I don't want to just be the token like black kid who dies and he's like no you're gonna be the hero and he's like but the hero dies last in every zombie movie he's like that's what we're gonna do differently we're not gonna feed the cliche like you're gonna make it out of this movie and just during that one little interaction i was like all right yeah i like this kid he's cool (laughs) i'm on board um but i mean long story short they make their movie like they convince will to go along with it um mike will and uh dustin all get to be zombies in the movie and Will, while they're filming, has a flash to the Upside Down that causes him to, like, scream, like, really scream. And uh, the the director, Joey, he's like, oh, man, that was great. And everyone else is like, no, something's wrong with Will. He was, he was not <laughs> acting. No, he's not doing okay. Um, and it ends on, like, a very hopeful note of, you know, maybe things are going to get better. Like, I've got my friends with me. Things will be okay. And, of course, if you've watched season two, you know things do not get better. <laughs> no. So, I mean, I thought it was a really cute book. It is cute. I mean, so far, the ones, all of the comics that I've read have been cute. None of them have struck me the way that, um, what was the one, the Upside Down? Yeah, the one that takes did. place the during season one. The one that takes place during season one 
with Will in the Upside Down and you getting to see everything that he dealt with. Like, after reading that, that I really wanted that to be real. Like, I, I would lo- have loved to have that as an actual episode. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> A lot of the comics, it seems like, are very, are very good insulated stories that understand the characters enough mm-hmm. to give you a story with the characters. And that's kind of all they need to be. <coughs> yeah, they actually, f- they feel like they were at like written by the writers of the show. Yeah. I think the only ones that really have any kind of bearing on the story as a whole would be the one that we mentioned earlier uh, about Will in season one. Um, some of the stories in the Dungeons and Dragons book, mm-hmm. because it takes place between every season of the show, and it actually <laughs> does work well within the confines of the show itself, and the Science Camp book. Yeah. Because that does tell you the story of Dustin and... Why can't... Uh, what is her name? <laughs> <laughs> Susie? Yes! Yes! Susie, Susie. yeah. Like, I kind of was blanked, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Um, Dusty Buns is mine. It's true. It's true. He's yours. He's your Dusty Bun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really all I wanted to say about this comic. It's very good. You know, for ten bucks, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, I have yet to read a Stranger Things comic I did not like. There is one about the bullies uh, that I didn't like, but it's because I don't like the character, and it's a good book. Uh, I have not yet get to read that. it. I don't know that I'm going to read it. Yeah. Uh, not going to get into that right now. I think right now what we want to do is talk about Stranger Things Day. Dive into Stranger Things Day. So I'm I'm going to let you I'm going to let you talk about what happened, and I'll I'll come in with my theory. Okay. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good theory too. Um. So Stranger Things Day it happened. It's November sixth every year because that's the day that um Will went missing. So every year. They kind of give, like, Netflix and the writers and stuff, try to give you, like, little little pieces of information from for, like, the the next season and stuff. Like, there was, I think they talked about, like, there was, like, a cell phone game that's yeah. available now. Like, you can get um, char- the Stranger Things characters as, like, your Netflix profile, um, images, all that. And the last thing that was revealed was a... It was an image of the script for the first episode of season five entitled The Crawl. And my immediate, I saw that and my immediate thought was Eddie, because that's always where my head goes, but it made sense. And then I, the that's the first thing that you said too, because yep. I was like, it's called The Crawl. And you were like, is that real? And I was like, yeah, it's legit. This is on the Netflix Instagram. And I showed him the Instagram and he was like, you know what this means, right? And I was like, what does it mean? And he was like, Eddie. And then then he spewed off this beautiful theory that will hurt me in so many ways, but it's so good. (laughs) So uh, before we even get into the theory, like the, the whole the name of the episode, you just know that first shot of season five, episode one, is going to be Eddie opening his eyes on the ground. I need it! I need it! Now, the the, <laughs> the, the, the only other character I think the, the crawl could refer to is Vecna, because both of them kind of end up on the ground. Um, 
Vecna disappears, and I doubt he crawled away. So I think it's more likely that we're talking about Eddie here. Mm-hmm. I think even though before before I talk about the theory, there was something else that happened on was it hit Joe Quinn's Facebook page or his Twitter? Oh, okay, what was that? You you so, were on board. You saw that. Well, that was. I mean, suppose supposedly he was quote on the his Facebook page was quote unquote hacked, but like there was a. A little video that was posted with a question mark and the Stranger Things theme song came up and then it was like immediately deleted and it was like, sorry, we were, our hacked. our page was hacked. And I was like, this is some suspicious. This is suspicious. I don't think so. No. I think you, you knew things. And I've been saying, I have been saying since he started doing press after his character was dead, mind you. When he wh- became wildly Why popular. would you have a, per- why would you have an actor whose character died, who's not supposed to come back in the next season doing all of this press for the show after the fact? doesn't make sense it's a little weird right and anytime he got he (laughs) got asked about these things he was always like i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know but but you look at him and it's like "Mm, i think you know something sir Well, especially because in the beginning he really did look like he had no idea and like as time as time went on it was like oh he was told something he knows something. He definitely knows something. And then, like, I didn't tell you about this, but Millie Bobby Brown was doing press for Enola Holmes and mm-hmm. got asked about the cast theory. And she was like, I like it. That's a really good theory. And she, like, had this, like, weird face on, too. It's like, what do you know, Millie? What do you know? <laughs> All right. So I, I, we've kept our, you know, one listener in suspense long enough. <laughs> Um, and she, it's probably one of our friends who I've already told, but it's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but here's what I think is going to happen. We talked a lot about the idea of, or I'm not even sure if we've talked about it yet, but we, we've talked amongst ourselves about the fact that Stranger Things is very literal with its D&D interpretations when it uses them in the story. We've brought uh, it up. We've yeah, brought we it have. up. And in season four, they mention Cass, who was kind of Vecna's right-hand man. Who, if you know your D&D lore, um, rebelled against Vecna and attacked him. Uh, you know, if you're playing the Curse of Vecna, I think in one of its iterations. He kills him. Yeah. yeah I don't know if he kills him. No, uh, he like... He, it, he's, it, it's, he, he quote unquote kills him. Yeah. But the point is, Cass's sword is like a really powerful weapon and it can be used to destroy Vecna. Point is, Cass was Vecna's general and he um, turns on him to help the party. Uh, they mentioned Cass in season four, and Eddie has a bunch of tattoos that lead you to believe, like, oh, maybe Eddie was going to be Cass. And that was the original theory, was that if we're going to bring Eddie back, Eddie's going to, you know, be working for Vecna and rebel against Vecna. And to a certain extent, knowing that this episode is called The Crawl, and again, I am absolutely certain this is going to focus on Eddie. It wouldn't make any sense otherwise. Uh, you know, that theory could still work. The idea that, you know, Vecna could kind of... I guess, infect or take over Eddie the way he did other characters in previous seasons. He could end up being his general. And, you know, there could be a big climactic moment in season five where Eddie turns around and, you know, like betrays Vecna somehow. Still totally plausible. But here's where I think this is going. It's slightly different. I think what's going to happen here is that Vecna is going to find Eddie. Mm -hmm. Vecna is incredibly beat up. We know that because not only do we see it happen... But Will told us at the end of the season, 
you know, he's not dead. He's he's, he's hurt. Severely injured. He's hurt, but he's not dead. I think that Vecna is going to literally use Eddie. Uh, I think Eddie will no longer be Eddie moving forward. Vecna is going to take his body. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, he is going to be a vessel for Vecna, uh, probably more in the way that Billy was for the mind for for uh, for the mind flayer, the mind flayer in, in season, season three, three mm-hmm. where there was like nothing of him in there until they broke the connection. Yeah. Uh, so less a thrall, more a vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, who's Cass? The Duffers have said, as as my wife keeps telling me, that Eddie's quote-unquote death is going to have major implications for Dustin in Season 5. And I think the D&D, uh, you know, foreshadowing that we've gotten is that Eddie will become Vecna, more or less, and Dustin is going to be the one who has to bring him down. Or at least have a major, major part yeah. in bringing him down. So if 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 Eddie is Vecna... That would make Dustin Cass. Which will hurt me to my core. But I think it's I think it's a fantastic theory. And the whole vessel situation, kind like I said to you the other day, it kind of <clears throat> plays with, you know, isn't that what Jason was trying was saying the whole time during season four? That like Eddie was a vessel for Satan because yeah, he yeah. was part of the D&D club. He made the Hellfire Club and it's bad and blah, blah, blah. Well, this would literally, this would make that like an actual thing. Like, yeah, this only happened though because you made it happen. Yeah. You made it so. I mean, then the only question is, you know, was that foreshadowing or is it a retcon because of how popular Eddie got? Right. But if it's not a retcon and this was intentional from the beginning, that's some fantastic fantastic foreshadowing well and uh, and honestly like it could work because in all the interviews they're always there i was like well eddie is dead eddie's not coming back if this isn't if this theory or any of it does come into fruition at all eddie would be dead yeah eddie wouldn't eddie would be, be coming back yep it would be his body but it wouldn't be eddie yeah and honestly and i'm okay with that because i would love to see joe quinn's range as an actor oh I would yeah love i would to love see to see him, him play, play a villain like bad oh yeah he could do it he could absolutely i do absolutely it. think he could do it plus like think of how much opportunity that gives dustin to just chew the scenery for an entire season right like that like and gayton matazaro is one of the best actors on the show yeah. and i think that would really really be able to play with like mm-hmm. His range as an actor, especially well, well, since we did watch that movie. I, that's what I was going to bring in. up. That's yeah. what I was going to bring up. It was great. <laughs> it was a great movie, and he turned out to be a little shit, and I was so upset with him. But it showed how good of an actor he is. Yeah, outside of Stranger outside Things, outside like, of Stranger Things. So, like, I would love to see his range be stretched like that as Dustin. Yeah, like I would. Me too. I would like. I don't. I mean, I don't want to see Dustin upset or hurt because Dustin is my little sweetie pie. But I would love to see how Dustin would react I mean, in that kind of a situation. We say it all the time. Dustin basically comes into the show as a character fully formed. Mm-hmm. Like the only real uh, change we see in Dustin is probably at the end of season two when he like, you know, accepts that Max doesn't like him, and you know, Steve's teaching him to be. You know, little mini Steve. Yeah. But even that, you know, he never really stops being himself. There's mm-hmm. nowhere for Dustin to go in terms of development until now. Yeah. 
So now we have the ability to develop this character further, who kind of came into the show fully formed. Yeah. Um, there is another piece to this theory that you came up with. Yes. Okay. Because um, I wanted to. I wanted to. Yeah. Touch so on I, that I want quick. you. I want you to get into that because I really like the idea of this. That not only have they been foreshadowing this with the show itself, but you've been so focused on Songs. the music that they choose for the show. Yeah. Go for it. So, um. It goes back to season four with Eddie playing Master of Puppets in the Upside Down. And literally the the chorus goes, um, come crawling faster, obey your master, or something along that along those lines. Mm-hmm. And like then they named it the crawl. And you're gonna have you're gonna have this pivotal moment of season four with with Master of Puppets and Crawling Faster, Obey Your Master, and title the the first episode, The Crawl. You can't tell me that they're not related in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And if it's literally just like, oh, yeah, here's Eddie. He's crawling in the Upside Down. Oop, we're going to kill him. At the end of this episode, that would be really, really shitty. Just imagine... <clears throat> Like, just let me set this scene, because if it happens, I'm going to come back and be like, yo, I called that. (laughs) But let me set this scene, because this is like a play-by-play of how I think this could go down. We open the episode with Eddie waking up. Maybe he starts crawling towards the portal, trying to get through his his own home, back home, back back through the trailer. Right. He gets to the stores, he gets to the stairs of the trailer, and... Vecna shows up behind him, mm-hmm. all beaten and bloodied and, like, charred. Vecna holds out his hand or does something to that effect, and the mind flayer, the the, 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 the fog of the, the or, like, the, the wind of the mind flayer comes out of Vecna and into Eddie the exact same way we saw it swarm around Will mm-hmm. in Season 2. And then as you see Eddie's eyes go white the same way that Will's did, we cut to the, the season season five intro. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that. I, I'm calling it now. If it, <laughs> I, if that, if it has nothing to do with anything that we talked about, I will be completely blown away. Yeah. I will be. It would also be the, like the, the meanest bait and switch they could possibly pull. Oh, but they would so do it. I don't they know. Would, they I don't would, know. Do, they would be dicks about it. I don't know. The Duffers like to please their audience. They really do. They do. Because, I mean, and a lot of people I, I've seen, because I've been heavily involved in the TikTok of late, um, and, like, I've seen people, like, you know, okay, well, Hopper died in season three, and he had a very sad, emotional, you know, death. He had a letter Mm-hmm. An emotional letter written saying essentially saying goodbye to Eleven and boop, he's back in season four. We all knew he was gonna be. We though. all knew he was, but still, like Like even if you watched to the end of the wasn't it at the end of the credits of that for of that season? Like, they did say like, something about oh, the, not American. The, American, the, the American. Yeah, it's a <laughs> rushing guy going, Oh, not the American. It's like, oh yeah, Hopper's live. Like, but like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If if Papa can survive off camera an off camera demogorgon attack then 
Eddie can survive a few little demo demobat nibbles. I'm sorry. He can survive it. Because N- nibbles, right? You said nibbles? I did say nibbles. Okay, good. He just got some little nips. He lost a nip, but he got some little nips. Okay. <laughs> he actually, no, because, okay, that's that's true. There was so, did I show you these pictures? There, yeah, There were yeah. so many prosthetics used for Eddie's quote-unquote death scene that were completely cut. You never saw them. Yeah. You never saw them. And one of them was literally like his nipple was torn completely off. I wonder why we never saw them unless mm. they still needed those prosthetics the, you know, for more scenes. For Vecna. He wasn't allowed to keep his wig. No. And that was specially made for him, like specially made to fit well, his I, head. I, that, I don't think that has anything to do with what I'm saying. But no, yeah. but I'm just like in regards to like the makeup and stuff. Oh, like yeah, yeah, he yeah, wasn't totally. like he asked to keep it and they told him no. Why why do you need an Eddie Blake lying around if you're not gonna use him again? Mm-hmm. You know? For what purpose? Are you gonna walk around wearing the Eddie Big? Maybe. I would. I mean I would too. The badass wig, but yeah. like I don't work for Stranger Things. <laughs> well, we should. We should. <laughs> we should work for Stranger Things. All right. So that is kind of our take on the news from Stranger Things Day and mm-hmm. our theory moving forward. Yes. Uh, I doubt we're going to learn anything new in the next few months that would, you know, either disprove or help us prove this theory. Probably not. They're, just... They haven't even started filming yet. Exactly. Like, this is where we sit on this. This is what we think is going to happen. Uh I'm so used to saying, like, let us know what you think in the comments from my YouTube channel that I want to say that. But <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, the handle is at Hawkins Hellfire Collective, just like the name of our, um, our, our show. show. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Let us know. Com- uh, you know, we'll DM, ma- DM we will us. make a post we'll about make a post- the theory. Yeah, we'll post about this episode. We'll post about theories. I post pretty regularly, so like if you hit us up, you know. Yeah, we'd be happy to interact with anybody out there listening. Seriously, absolutely. And thank you for joining us for this mini sode of the Hawkins Hellfire Collective. I'm Devin Grubb. I'm Zach Grubb. Dusty Buns gets it done. <laughs>